only a bunny. A bunny, me no picky English. No English, only a bunny. A bunny. Hello, Kibia. Hi, Atlin. What's going on? Um, you know, I'm good. I'm great, actually. Very yeah. rested. Well rested? Very, very well rested. Good to hear. Good to hear. I hope you're all getting some good sleep out there. If anything to get. Getting the REMs. And this time. The REM sleep. To make sure you get your, your REMs, your REMs, because it's needed. Yeah, it is. Which I think people I know I have like oh I can function off of four hours of sleep or like which you can yeah but to be at your like best optimal on the ball you know even driving like (laughs) I truly believe that driving while sleepy is worse than a DUI oh yeah I understand what you mean by that yeah Um, and yeah. But it's just, I just feel like your uh, crash time is a lot quicker if you're someone who functions off of four hours all the time. Yeah. You know? I agree. Um, we're at episode 46. Of It Is What It Is podcast. And time's going. Yeah, it is. It is skip hop. You know what I'm saying? It's giving me no chill. Yeah. In terms like of like, sprinting, you know what I like mean? it doesn't matter if it's you had a bad for the Olympics if you didn't sleep that night because I had an eight hour day, but I promise you, like by the time I think by the time you hit one thirty in the day, mm-hmm. you'll blink and then it's three, right? And then it's five thirty. I agree. You know what I mean? But and then, then it's nine, and then it's nine. You know, and then it's like, ooh, 7 p.m. is like a good time before it gets 9. Mm-hmm. But it's like kind of far from 5. But, but not. It, like, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I used to go out after work. So it's like I would go home, finish at 5, go home, get ready, get back on the road. My drive would take me to 7 to be there. Right. Have your fun, whether it was paint night, whatever. Done by 9, 9.30. You could say you worked, had an evening. You know what I mean? And reset Outside the of the weekend, yeah. you had something to do in your evening. Now you're like, what's an evening? Because it's like day, afternoon, night. <laughs> yeah. Sleep, open your eyes, shift. Like, it's yeah. just, yes, yeah. you know? And I've been saying I'm going to get up and run at 5.45 a.m. for the last three months. And it hasn't happened. <laughs> It hasn't happened. I'm pretty sure I went on a morning walk <laughs> once, and the rest have been in the evening, but, like, I just... And that's something I always did. Right. Like, I would work out between 5.30 and 5.45 every day. Like, that was nothing to me. Even if it was, like, to go to the gym, to go on the treadmill, to come back home, mm-hmm. to get ready to go to work mm-hmm. for nine, I would do that, and it was nothing. But I feel like now, because I don't get the rest, and the, the REM sleep, I think it throws off my whole cycle. And mm-hmm. then by the time you're done with work, whatever time you finish, you're like, what evening? I just want to chill. If, if wine is your thing where you want to kick back and have a drink. Right. If it's the text that you got earlier that you didn't have time to reply to. 
effing catch up on tomorrow show, dinner you know? yeah. meal prep yeah. if you do want to work out when do you when are you gonna work out in your evening after you work but then when are you gonna get up early enough to work out like before those going things to were work. so easy to commit to and like be disciplined about right prior for right. me i know for me like prior to the pandemic that was like regular. That was nothing. Mm-hmm. And now it's taken three months and I still haven't run. Mm-hmm. And every day I'm like, I'm going to run. By the way, it's like super humid. So that's not happening at the crack of dawn. <laughs> it's but... 34 degrees right now. Yeah. And it's after five in the evening. So yeah, it's pretty humid out here right now. So it's like, if you did go to do a workout, you would lose a lot because you would sweat. But I feel like diet's been good. Yeah. And I've been more active than I had like, a year ago, or, like, recent months. hmm So I feel good. We have a trip coming up. Yes, we do. You know, not disclosing the location yet, but it's exciting because we're touring a city that's in our own country, and I don't think... I know I haven't done it, and I don't think you've ever done it, but I think we both have stated that we've wanted to travel Canada. hmm We've actually stated we wanted to do a road trip, you know? So I think that that's doable, but with Canada, you got to know the season that you're trying to do that in because yeah, winter driving is different province to province, I feel. Like the amount of snow, it's just a whole different even, situation. Even just like the highway conditions. Mm-hmm. Like in Canada, it's crazy that the side roads, like the main roads even. So you need to plan your stuff. But Absolutely. I'm super excited for it. Yeah. I, I Much think needed. I'm excited for like exploration and adventure. Could be Jupiter energy that's coming in, but I just feel that way. But also, I'm a summer baby, and summer has always represented fun for me. And like, weather's nice, better mood, get out there, make sure you do it. Like, <laughs> you you want to get out there and take the effort to do things. Right. Meetups, plans. You're not going to be like, oh, in bed, but I, I'm busy. It's not one of those. Like, winter, that's the best excuse. Because it's cold. Yeah. But in the summer, you're like, I don't have to have on a jacket. It could be 9 p.m. and it's still 29. Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I just think for me, the transition going into 29, as this is my birthday season, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out, outside of, like, going clubbing, Right. We're no longer there. We're we're beyond that. But it was fun. Yeah. And it's like it how, served its how time. do you what's your like transform like what does your transformation of fun look like? Mm. Where you're having a good time, but you know what a good time meant a mm. few years back. You know what I mean? Um, I definitely feel like my transition of fun from early twenties, the club scene or the you know, when Caravana was a thing. Yeah. But I think beyond, like, when we when we first started getting active in mm-hmm. our early 20s, and then, you know, Hot Girl Summer became Even a thing. Food. Yeah. We would, like, dress up, oh, do yeah. my hair, get cute, just to try a new restaurant mm-hmm. in the city. Like, that was a thing. It was a thing. And then and transition from that was fun. Yeah. At that time. If I look at that now, would that be something that, I would want to do probably not yeah you know Even but it, painting became fun yeah but then there was a period of like mm. going out to paint versus like i could get the supplies and paint at home 
cost effective. Because now you're older. You're yeah. like, <laughs> we're going, we're close to 30. We're a step away, right? I'm I going into up. 29. Yep. So it's like, you actually are more budget conscious. You're, you know, and everything has transformed. Like 10 years ago, what was fun? I feel like 10 years ago, you just wanted to be able to sort of go out and not hear your parents say anything because mm-hmm. you were old enough. And in Canada, you're old enough to drink, right? So you're just like, I mean, right? I'm driving, I can drink, go out. Like, you have fear of missing out. You feel like you've missed out because you had the parent that said you couldn't go out when right. kids are going out from 13. Right. So for me, it's always been like, you know, uh, a thing where I know I had my fun. Right. And so now everything is just weird because, like, I let, like... I can go for a walk mm. and self-reflect. I, I would, defi- I would <laughs> definitely say... And be cool for the rest of the day or the that's, week. That's a definite version of fun that I'm here for. Yeah. And, like, back in the day, it was just, like, cute and really naive of me to be as reckless as I was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's, like... Because now you're not doing those things. Now you're you're sitting and reflecting on that time where it's, like, you were definitely covered... Yeah. In terms of from harm, yeah. you know, like things could have gone in in other ways. Um, but now, once I reflect it, I'm like, now that I know that, I'm not going to embark on that kind of fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so what do you think now that we're? I mean, we're talking about it going into thirty, like. I honestly, the cliche things that people say that your 30s are going to, you know, you know who you are. Right. You're, you think you thought or you thought you knew who you were at 25. Mm-hmm. But when you're hitting 30, it's different. Because um, it's, it's, some, I can't go for that. It's, it's real. I think because I'm closer before yeah, you. Yeah. I get there first. Um, and also just already being forward thinking. I'm just really peeping and agreeing with what everyone's saying like the time for that kind of fun is over that's why they're like there's no time for fun or you can't go back or you can't go back because you did it all then but you actually cannot like to do that again makes no sense (laughs) do you know what i mean like especially because of like everything that you've learned yeah you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, okay, it served its time, and it was great when it was great, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know that's not going to serve any purpose in your life right now yeah. with what's going on, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then when you reflect on that, it's like, I'm not not having fun, mm-hmm. I'm just not having that kind of version. I got you. You know what I mean? I like, you, I must, I have to say I'm probably having more fun now. Yeah. In terms of like... care less. Right. About others' opinions, you're more independent. You're not under your parents' roof. Um, the world does feel more like your oyster. Mm-hmm. I think before you were just trying to dibble and dabble, see what's out there, but you were green because you had fears that weren't yours, right? And so you had to work through them by doing dumb stuff and making choices that didn't align with your true self mm-hmm. to then realize, oh. I'm not aligned with who I really am. Right. And I don't really know what I really want because I'm not focusing on myself. Like, there's just so... And then I think you get that transition, like, 
before 30, but then I, lately, because I'm going to be 29 in a couple of weeks, and <laughs> what do you I've, think just, about? I've just had a lot of thoughts, and I think the theme of this episode, where it's going, is like, what are you letting go before 30? Like, what's not going into 30? Absolutely. Because... And it's an easier a let go. goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to say that things need to be concrete by 30. I'm just saying it's not coming with me because it wouldn't serve me and it wouldn't help me. And so for me to get it done quicker, I just have to first point out what needs to remain and not come with me before I can truly move forward with the peace out to the 20s. You know okay. what I mean? Like, okay. what are you leaving behind? Um, like, that you know you cannot bring into your thir- your decade of 30s. Uh, the first that just off-rip is just anything fake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, people, Bruh. situations... Circumstance and thought process, yeah. like the thought process for me is just like doubting myself is fake mm-hmm. because I know I've been paying attention to my intuition. It yeah. hasn't served me wrong. Mm-hmm. Why am I questioning it now? Oh, because I'm looking at how somebody else may deal with the situation. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's no real clear um, basis why I'm thinking that way. But I also know that it's a waste of time. It, it's not serving. It's not giving me life. Yeah. It's not pouring into my cup. It's not making me a better person. Like, I... It really isn't. I refuse to do that. Yeah. I, I hear you. You know? I would say, I know, like, we've always talked about authenticity. But now it means so much more. Mm-hmm. Because it takes energy from you to be fake. Like, you're taking from yourself, and it's to serve, like, external, yeah. why, you're, why you're not being authentic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think, recently, it's been exhausting, <laughs> and it's been painful. Anytime I've been in situations where it's being done, I catch myself doing it, like, not mm. being authentic in the moment, just to keep the peace, or, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm doing it in other ways, but I'm not consistently doing it. I think what I need to leave is, like, all of that. Like, any of the doubt of should I be fully authentic in this moment. Right. I think I, throughout my 20s, there are so many of those moments. So now that you're, like, at the end, it's like you know all the times you've done it. Right. And you're still trying to not do it, but obviously there are moments when you are. Mm. But I think that that's something I really want to flick off. I know. You know? Um, I think because I just... can't be like mid-30s, 40s, like in your brain. Because you thought 25, you would know it all. And you right. know that that's not it. Right. But I feel like 40s? I think now. Because I've met some yeah, like, immature 40-year-olds. You have the veil lifted. Or yeah. if, if you've been consistent oh, on, yeah. your, on your path of like enlightenment Mm -hmm. i one would hope that like you the veil has been lifted to a certain point and you just know it know (laughs) 
it just it's not making sense. Yeah. It's not adding it up. It's no sense. longer period. You know what I mean? Like So you're like, I can't put energy here. Yeah. I think that has become so deep. Because I think when you're younger, you feel like all these people need to be around. But as you get older, you realize not everybody's coming. Mm-hmm. Like they can't fit. But also, you don't oh, want them. Another, you don't want them to come or find your own. And way it doesn't. I think because you're, it's not working over <clears throat> here. You've you've separated feeling from logic. Yeah. Once you get to a certain like like in your path of enlightenment, for me, mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. able to separate the feelings right. from what's happening. Yeah. You know, you yeah. don't really want to bring them anyways, only because let's be real. We're being honest now, right? Yeah. With ourselves and. We know, hey, I haven't really spoken to this person in, I can't recall the last time. Mm -hmm. Also, it doesn't really seem like they're missing anything. You haven't checked for me. You're not checking for me, but also you're not, you're not lacking in your life with me not being there. We're living life. So. Without each other We should respectfully continue to live our lives apart. You know what I mean? It's funny you said that, because what come to mind is you know for me lately it's been like I excommunicate myself from the situation like I'll take myself out the equation yeah I think for me early 20s was like hothead you know what I'm saying in terms of like my emotions I think for me it's different in terms of the logic Mm -hmm. I think I started out um Pretty much ruled by my emotions, but my negative emotions okay. and my outbursts reflected that. Mm-hmm. And then I went into a period of, okay, that doesn't work. So then I went into a period of completely not expressing them because I'm like, well, I don't know any other way. So then after shutting down, I'm like, okay, you can't do that either. So now we have to figure out what makes sense for you because you can't go back to reacting the way you once did that's not healthy for you or your relationship that's helpful so i think for me the 20s i'm leaving the like emotional immaturity okay because it's a thing i it would you say it's because you're growing on your emotional stability like you're just figuring out what emotions are to you yeah and how it can still be effective in what you're feeling. You're not, you know what I mean? You're not closing off what you're feeling. You're just interpreting that differently. Because when people would call us like, oh, you guys are babies, we would be offended. Right. Because we're like, what are you talking about? We have our head on our shoulders. We know it. We fine. (laughs) What do you mean? And then now you're like. I was. Yeah. I really was. And they weren't even coming for you. They were just saying based on their experience. They know that at that age, you really don't know anything. And I realized with other people talking to them, like, some people in their mid-30s don't even know. Yeah. But that's okay. It is. But I think what I want to leave also is whatever part of me that believes it's not okay and overthinks and over doesn't give myself the pat on the back in terms of like checking in with where I'm at and Mm -hmm. how far I've come even if I don't feel like I've had the goal I'm further along and I know more I had all the bruises and the lessons to learn yeah to know I am in a better place 
because you struggled, because you had to come out of that. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have to leave the part of me that doesn't recognize that. You get mm. me? Like, the part of you that doesn't recognize that the struggle is what you need to grow. Because I feel like throughout your 20s, you resisted. Yeah. Because there's, there's an arrogance. There's an ego. You're still young. But when you realize time, and you realize you can't waste time with people, you can't waste time with taking in what's being said, not being said, what you're giving, what they're right. not giving. Right. You know? Um, damn, that was some impactful It just stuff. tied back to, like, when you're saying people are reaching out, and it's like, you're not checking for me, though. Yeah. And you are living life comfortably, so why do I care mm-hmm. that you pop up out of the blue when it doesn't really mean anything because two weeks ago, were you not cool with not speaking? Right. So what's right. the problem now? Or why do we need to do this thing where clearly communication is not going to be consistent because it hasn't right. been. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go back into the same cycle. Which yeah, it's like... Cycles. Cycles. Certain cycles. It's just... You you understand the impact and how how often a cycle can can happen in your in your life in like literally every aspect mm-hmm. from how you feel about yourself to the people that you accept and into your life to how they treat you yeah you know to who you interact with Absolutely. those are cycles and it's up to you to make the choice yeah and for me mm-hmm. I know. I'm not about to <laughs> go into 30s doing that bullshit. I think since this is like a bye-bye to the 20s, <laughs> I honestly think it needs to happen, though. That's the, that's the kicker. Mm-hmm. Like, everything you can reflect on needed to happen for you when it happened for you. And also, it's not... No one's saying, like, because it's necessary for you doesn't mean that it's gonna hurt anybody or it's out to... You know what's aimed at anyone. I think, for me, what I've learned when you're doing shadow work and growing as a person, people always take it personal. They do. And it's your life. And it's it's really not. You're doing what you need to do. It is. It is. Um, But also just, at some point, I think it was you that sent me the TikTok of, like, a Buddhist man who was like... Yes. um, Who commented, or somebody asked... About... like, not being attached. Like, not... How can you love someone and not be attached? And it's like, yeah. you can't... You can't be attached because... Either way. Either way, mm-hmm. for forces will happen. Yeah. Nature will take its course where... Separation. Separation is go- is inevitable. Yeah. And... That was great. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's going to happen. In my... T- like, I knew... I know... The exact age where that was hard. I was 26. Someone that I had these intense feelings for and I didn't know what to do with them. Mm -hmm. And they told me they were going away. And regardless of how they felt about me at the time, I knew how I felt about them. Right. And them telling me they would be away and the dynamic would now change. Right. I could not accept. Okay. And I had to accept that I didn't accept that. But I wasn't ready to do any of that. Mm -hmm. And so my reaction, my emotions, 
led to a negative outcome mm. between me and that person. And that was the first time he and I had, like, a major breakdown in communication. But at this point, I can say I just had to learn that people come into your life for a reason. And I think that you, just because you love someone and you care about them, doesn't mean that they need to be in your life or yeah. they need to serve you in a certain way. Mm-hmm. That, because it's also your mind telling you. How you would like it to show up. Like, who's to say that the experience that you're having with that person is meant to be that type of experience? Yeah. Like, it can be a longer... Yeah. You you can have them longer in your life, but I agree. It's like mm-hmm. figuring out the intention behind that person. Or, like, also realizing that relationships are supposed to change and shift. Yeah. So, regardless of how you feel about it now, it's gonna change. Regardless, it's going to change. Yeah. So it's like, I think for me, it's the lack of control. Because we like to believe we have control, but that's the kicker. Nobody does. But when you have a need to have control, that's like fear, insecurities. Mm. Because at the end of the day, you don't. Yeah. At the end of the day, you don't know your death date. At the end of the day, you don't know how much time you have. Yeah. There are people who are born today and die the next day. Yeah. So you actually don't know when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to hold on to this person who wasn't really going that far, but I just couldn't handle that now there's a shift here. Mm. And my emotions were also not really together to fully process it and, like, maturely take it for what it is because it is what it is. And I think the reason why the podcast is named that. You know, it's not a lazy idea Yeah, for the title. It's because yeah. we had to accept throughout different situations that it is what it is. No matter the effort you put, don't put, they put. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just what time. it is. Time. Why it happened that yeah. way. Why you didn't question yeah. that thing. Why you didn't get out when you should have gotten out. You can't beat yourself up because it is what it is. It's so funny because one would say, "Mm, that's so, like you said, it's simple or it's like mundane. But Mm -hmm. it's like, if that's what you consider mundane, what do you consider uh, holding on to something you know you need to let go of? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or repeating cycles Mm -hmm. or just accepting behavior that you know you wouldn't accept. But out of fear Mm -hmm. and insecurity, you're... Mm -hmm. continuously repeating the things that you want to eliminate out of your life anyway. Yeah. Like, and then you're doing it blindly as if you don't know. (laughs) That's, that's the kicker for me where I have to leave it in the twenties. Right. Is because we all, everybody, listeners, peeps, we all know that we knew how the outcome was going to be. If right? we continue, if we continue to do the same yeah. thing and yeah. not change any yeah. part of it, insanity. and then put your hands up, yeah, please, commenters, let us know how many people <laughs> have played victim. Yeah, once, once the tower happened, yep. once exactly what you knew what was going to happen happened, spell you knew what was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you have to because you have to go through ego death. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen into your in your twenties, my God! I think it's because gonna, I'm it's glad gonna it suck. it's then. gonna suck. 
It's gonna honestly, it's gonna it to, will suck to be fifty to be in your fifties and, oh, and not no, go honey. through. That's why I'm grateful. Not knowing that like that shit doesn't matter mm-hmm. at any point in time. It doesn't matter. So what are we doing with that? But also like, what comes to mind for me is I heard this quote, and from I heard it, I I know I understood it on a deep level, but I think until it made sense for me, Mm. it didn't make sense for me. So I think it's similar, like, um, the truth behind the meaning of life is hidden behind the word cliche. Like, all the cliche things that people say that you, in one ear, out the other are actually the gems that you should be taking in when you hear it. But, because maybe you didn't have the experience or the situation to say, now it makes sense. Right. Because as human beings, we're all stubborn AF. (laughs) I don't care about your sign. Everybody believes what their thought process tells them. Like, they're not going to believe what you say. It doesn't matter. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even if oh, after a while you're like, okay, okay. You're still going to believe your thought first. You know what I mean? That's why there's debates. But, you know what I mean? Like, treat others as you want to be treated. That's cliche to say, but it actually is true. You should, regardless of how you receive it back. Because at the end of the day, every circumstance in your life, this happened for a reason. So all of the, you know what I mean? Just all of the cliche things that you have heard mm. are the gems of life. Like it just, it's behind those things because they sound mundane. Who's really trying to hear it? But it's true, right? And it's like, I don't know. I think for me, my 20s have just been man, from the beginning, I think you're thrown into adulthood with so many unresolved things, and you don't get to the childhood trauma. Oh, yeah. Until you're late 20s. So either way, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're rolling, you're moving with a lens that's already distorted, you know? And cliche stuff does sound like stupid. The cheesy movies, but actually... From this lockdown and watching all the shows and movies I have, they're putting it in the movie. It's actually in it's your face. It's in the dialogue. It's it's in your face. Everything. Yeah. So I think that for me is what I've realized. Like, the lessons, the gems, the, the messages. Yeah. When you're asking for a sign, it's in front of you. You read it three well, times, but well, you're doubting it. It's funny that you say that because what I'm leaving, what I'm leaving behind in my twenties is just like not being aware mm-hmm. and paying attention. Mm-hmm. Like when you say you want something, you can get it. When you say that you want something revealed to you, it has already been revealed. Yes. If you're not paying attention, yeah, it's literally on you, yeah. and then you're you're cursing the sky, yeah. And woe is me. You know what I mean? And it's just the good, the bad, the whatever that you're looking for, Uh it's literally right there. Mm -hmm. So just being aware. And I think the when I came to, when I came to, 
and just realize like what wasn't important and what really truly mattered to me. It's just yeah. the the happiness skyrocketed in yeah, my life. I and, agree. And less of like the pain, like you embraced it more. Yeah. I think you thought you embraced it. Yeah. But you really weren't embracing embracing your true happiness. Yeah. And I also think you just ha- like there's a part of you you have to surrender. I think when you're younger, you don't want to surrender because think of a two-year-old. You don't want to be told what to do. Like, seeing my nephew at two, I realized, like, he's his own person. And he believes that the limited knowledge he has can help him get through the day. <laughs> yeah. Like, he think, he knows he's smart. He knows how to get whatever it is his two-year-old self wants. Yeah. And he doesn't care about the emotions, whatever else, about anyone else. And I think that's why, for me, kids have always been the most rawest form of human your, yourself. But it's your environment that distorts it. It changes it. You filter yourself. And I think your 20s is the filtered self, now an adult. I don't need my parents for consent. Right. Even though you at 16 you don't, but you're still there. You're still, you know what I mean? Yeah. To where they would have the say. But technically... And depending on where you live, the age of consent can be at 14, 13, even 12. So, they're child brides at 12. I was just about to say, why are we why are we not failing to talk about the fact that regardless of age of consent, there yeah. are child brides. Yeah. But you, you grew up in North America. Yeah. And so your experience was different. You know what I mean? But at the same time, the mentality of the two would be the same. In terms of what you understand in the world externally, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your internal world, it's the same, but you're you're in a society that's just, you know what I mean? And I think we also, and I realized what I need to learn is that you did grow up in North America and you were baby. Yeah. You were coddled. Yeah. You the the, shel- that the life. sheltered life is real. Yeah. Um, so I'm just grateful for... Like, because let's be now be. Are there particulars you yeah. have? He went into a third world mm-hmm. environment. Yes, there are. And although we don't have white privilege, we have first world privilege and North American problems. Because mm-hmm. you could complain, you could send an email, you could complain to the manager. <laughs> Where there are people like you don't, maybe not as much as a Karen, but. There are people across the globe who, who's the, what's the process of figuring out why I didn't get what I needed at this time, where you can call customer service, you can file a complaint. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People don't have that option, and I think my 30s have just let me, I think the major thing for me is showing you your part in all of this. Because your 20s, you're so not present. Yeah. With your part, and mm. I, you know what I mean. Your part in your life, yeah. Like you're, you're gonna say, my parents did this. Yeah, they, never, they didn't let me get Kellogg's Fruit Loops. Yeah, I can buy it now. But do you want to eat Fruit Loops every day? No, it's not nutritious. Right. But you're gonna buy it for the first couple years because you never got it. Mm-hmm. So you have to work through that stuff, which is the childhood trauma, the shadow work, whatever your spiritual statuses is fine call it what you want but until you work through childhood trauma because we all have it in our own way Mm -hmm. and your own shadow self oh man 
you will not progress. I'm really, really as interested. A soul. So we definitely have to do a part two, my girl. Cause <laughs> really interested in hearing, you yeah. know, the, the audience's feedback on, you know, what you're leaving behind or what 20, have you left 26 behind. Twenty six was intense, you know, but twenty nine is just as intense because you're almost thirty. Facts. And I want to hear from my late twenties, mid twenties, early twenties. Early 30s, mid 30s. I just want to hear what your experience with this is because I know we're not the only one. Right. Because it's too much to be the only one. <laughs> like, I'm not crazy. Yeah. But it's a lot. Yeah. And I, st- like, my birthday isn't even here yet. So I have a year of what I'm initially feeling. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. You have six months left of this before you're there. But that also doesn't mean you need to know it because you're 30. Yeah. It's just a reflection. So I want to know what your reflection of before 30, in 30, what that's been like for you. As we say adios to our 20s. Um, And let us know. If you are over 30, what did you leave in your 20s? Yeah. You know? Regardless of your age, Comment on our Instagram, blackmagic, B-L-B-C-K-M-A-G-I-Q-U-E. Let us know there. Share us a DM if you want to keep it private. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. Stay tuned for new episodes every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm out. Adios, 30s. Adios. And welcome, 30s. Bye, guys. LOL guys so not adios 30s but adios 20s thank you Adlin it is what it is podcast outro Kivya speaking here where we talked about what we are leaving in our uh, 20s and just what we've learned and are so excited for to bring into our 30s let us know and comment if you're over 30 what you left in your 20s or if you're around our same age you know early 20s middle of 20s in your 20s at any point in time um what do you feel like you're you're learning as you mature let us know and comment on our instagram blackmagic b-l-v-c-k-m-a-g-i-q-u-e And stay tuned for new episodes every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Peace out, guys.